Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2394, Why Stock Investors Shouldn't Watch TV by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where every day I read and offer commentary on some of the best personal finance blogs on the web in about 10 minutes or less. So with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Why Stock Investors Shouldn't Watch Business TV by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. Investors are prone to two opposing but equally debilitating fears. The fear of missing out when times are good and the fear of loss when markets are volatile. These two fears have a zero-sum relationship with rational decisions. The more you're dominated by these fears, the less rational you are. So what can we do as investors to move towards maximum rationality? Here's one piece of advice. Turn off the TV. We rarely turn on business TV in our office. Stock market movements throughout the day are completely random. The same actors that are influencing the up and down ticks of individual stocks, actors whose goals and time horizons may have nothing in common with yours, are driving market movements. I feel for TV producers who must provide a continuous narrative to explain this randomness. Business TV presents additional dangers to your rationality. It reprograms you to think about the stock market as a game. In encouraging you to play that game, it puts you at risk of nullifying all the research you've done as you let your time horizon dwindle from years to minutes. It also threatens to strip from you the humility that is so needed in investing. Business TV guests who provide their opinions on stocks have to project an image of infallibility, the opposite of humility. Again, I sympathize with them. They're there to market themselves in their business and thus they must project the image that they have an IQ of 200, holding forth on every possible topic. You're never going to hear from them the words that are the essence of investing. I don't know. Being unable to admit uncertainty is dangerous because it may cause you to stop thinking about investing in terms of probabilities. If you start thinking that the future has only one path, you may ignore other paths and thus other risks in your portfolio construction. If you tell yourself that you're an expert on every company, then your circle of competence has no boundaries and your overconfidence may take you to places and into investments where you have no place being. Also, since I don't know is not part of their vocabulary, Business TV guests will confidently answer questions that they should never be asked, such as what will the economy and stock market do next? If you have been investing long enough, it is hard not to develop opinions or hunches about what the stock market and economy will do next. However, good money managers work diligently to extinguish these hunches from their investment process 
because those hunches lack repeatability. If you get the next leg of the stock market or economy right, that's just dumb luck. Nothing more and nothing less. Economic and stock market behavior, especially in the short term, are very random. God forbid your recent forecasting success goes to your head because your ability to predict what will come next is not much different from your predicting the next card to be turned up in blackjack. Be an investor, not a forecaster. My colleagues and I used to identify with our self-proclaimed, I am a long-term investor brethren. However, over time, this phrase has morphed to mean, I am a buy and hold and never sell investor. Also, the term long-term investor, in our view, is a bit redundant, since there is no such thing as short-term investing in the stock market. If you are investing in stocks, then your time horizon should automatically be long-term. Otherwise, you're just a trader deceiving yourself into thinking that you're an investor. However, investing is not just about the holding time horizon. The analytical time horizon is just as important. To us, being investors means having an attitude with which we look at stocks and process information. We buy businesses that happen to be listed on public exchanges, but our attitude towards them would not be much different if they were private. We view all news be it quarterly guidance, whether it's great or disappointing, upgrades or downgrades by analysts, or any headline crossing our screens in the context of one question. How does this impact the value of the business? This perspective is liberating because you start to process the news flow very differently. You develop a resistance to the distractions of the everyday news dump. Quarterly earnings stop being about beating or missing guidance. Ultimately, this simple question, How does it impact the value of the business? Filters out 90% of the noise and puts us on a solid investment footing. You just listened to the post titled Why Stock Investors Shouldn't Watch Business TV by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. I completely agree with the advice here that you shouldn't watch business news if you wanna be a successful investor. Actually, I'd like to take it one step further and suggest that you should just turn off the news altogether. I can't remember the last time I watched the news, and it's not as if I have no idea what's going on in the world, but I trust that the world events I need to know about will come find me rather than me needing to seek them out. Everyone else is reading or watching the news. And because I talk to so many people every day through my work and with close friends, 
world events continually come up in conversation. Someone will undoubtedly ask me if I've heard of so-and-so scandal or this or that disaster. And based on that verbal headline, I'll decide if I want to do some research and learn more. While this may seem like an unconventional way to get the news, it works well for me. I've taken this approach because I'm careful about what I allow my mind to ingest, just like how I'm considerate of the food I eat. News, whether business or otherwise, is like the junk food of the information age. I much prefer to read books, vetted articles that friends share with me, and listen to podcasts. It's a great way to stay informed and challenge myself intellectually without doing too much damage to my mental health. I also appreciate the sentiment here that the only certainty in investing is uncertainty. I think this also applies to life in general. And the key to be successful in both is to learn to be comfortable with the uncertainty and manage it skillfully through critical thinking. And that's another edition of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Don't go anywhere though, because our weekly bonus episode is live now as well. So stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.